Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. Welcome back to the 80s at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Mike Boyd is with us. He's the founder of Bioros Eye Recon. Mike, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you for having me back, Ted. Mike, great to have you back. A lot of folks that really enjoyed the last time you were on. And uh, boy, what a time in our industry, right? A lot of things happening on the used car, on the pre-owned side with values. And again, it continues to be something we never would have expected even just a few years ago. Yeah, it's constant shifting and changing. It never stays somewhat normal, does it? So it keeps it interesting. That's what it I is. And I know that you're on the cutting edge, so I appreciate your time today for our audience. Um, and um, I got a couple questions for you, starting off with this consolidation that's happening right now within the industry. We're seeing it. We're hearing about it everywhere. There's a lot of uh, there's more groups, dealer groups that are forming. How is recon? How's reconditioning impacted, Mike, with all this movement that's going on? Very positively, very positively. So overall, you know, a big struggle for dealers is, of course, understanding what proper reconditioning is, you know, not overspending or underspending. So one of the big opportunities, as we do see the consolidation, like you mentioned, is that you see the um, the good practices become more standardized across the group, because now you can look at each individual store and say, okay, what is working for you? Will that work for my other locations? And that also opens up the door for sharing of resources. So top of mind, especially today, when looking back the last couple of years of how great it was profit-wise, now we're having to, again, reinvent and relook at how we make money. So being able to capture more of that spend among our group creates a wonderful opportunity. You know, why would you use an outside resource if I can use a sister store or a brother store to get the job done. So it that that's really the big thing from that. I would say the HQ view is what we call it. The HQ overview is being able to look at all those internal practices at the store level, but then be able to ramp it up or throttle down the things we don't like or the things we do like. So a lot of great opportunity from that. All right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And, Maybe as a follow-up, um, so with this change in the industry, Mike, how should service managers, and we've got a lot of service managers watching today, mm-hmm. how should they think about reconditioning and that process across multiple rooftops? Well, I think it kind of goes back to that original question up to a certain point. So for the service manager, there's a reason why I always say it's called fixed ops. I mean, they are really patterned, they understand efficiency, and they despise inefficiency. So it's always, how can we get more out of the hours that we have in that day? So when they're looking at that job to be done for their own used car department, and they're saying, okay, you know, I know I need to get X amount of cars through, I have X amount of jobs to do. But now when they're looking and able to look more holistically at that whole reconditioning plan, that's the big thing about iRecon is that it's a strategy. It's not just a widget to tell somebody I want service done. It's to tie all the interested parties together so that way they can see how they fit into the B 
bigger strategy of selling cars, right? So that, that changes the perspective. So when you're trying to plan your day, one, your internal consumer, the used car department is a vital piece of your make money-making model. So how can I better allocate my hours in the day, fit more used cars in or understand what needs done so I can have the right technician on the right car at the right time, as well as part of the bigger groups, how can I leverage another service facility in my group, you know, to offset if maybe I need to really concentrate on consumers off the street. It, it, there's a lot going on in the service department that they have to pay attention to. You're right. And we've got a lot of groups and that's been part of the discussion here at this roundtable. So thank you for that. Mike, how about individual rooftops? Um, how are they held accountable uh, within, let's say, the dealer group when it comes to recon? So there's been a, you know, a blind sight into the reconditioning process for years. And by and large, still, there still is so much opportunity, which is very exciting for me. So when you're an individual store, there's not a whole bunch to compare to. And it's real easy to get into status quo because that's just the way we always did it. Now, being part of a group has its own unique challenges, but the big opportunity is to be able to see similar stores or stores that are similar in some areas and see how they're reacting. What are they doing? Sometimes it really does come down to seeing another location or a couple other stores as part of your group and saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm not doing that. There's a lot to be gained from that. I mean, that sounds horrible, but <laughs> again, each individual store being part of a group can leverage the group information that, you know, hey, this is working here, or maybe they're in a different um, parts that are seeing a repercussion of the current market and they're reacting differently. And you get to learn off of their spend of time, energy, and money. So, I think being part of a group is a wonderful thing. You know, a lot of people talk about you lose that individuality. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't lose the individuality. You should be able to spread those individual traits that are really good for the group. But if those things you're doing do not make sense, then they should go away anyway. So it's not a lack of individuality. If anything, it's a way to highlight those great things you're doing because right. it's there for everybody to see. You know, speaking of groups, um, as I look around the country, a little bit off topic, I see I see a lot of consolidation continuing to happen in markets where there were not groups. Now they're coming in, they're acquiring stores. So right. I would imagine in my mind, that's going to continue to increase. Uh, what do you think in terms of? Oh, I absolutely that? think so. I absolutely think so. And overall, it's going to be really great for the market because, again, you get back to that standardization of practices. You know, and one thing I've seen that groups, when you're just worried about your own backyard, that's a different perspective than a group looking at everyone's backyard and then what's best for the market and for my dealers and my employees. So that really helps to get rid of the old practices that have held us back for so long. I mean, car people are extremely nimble. We are hesitant to change. But once we accept that a change has to be made, we're extremely nimble. So the group perspective is, hey, we're going to do this together. There are no outliers, maybe some individuality a little bit. But overall, these are the things we're seeing. This is how we're best going to prepare all of our brother and sister stores to weather whatever environment we're in. I love it. 
Everybody, we're speaking today to Mike Boyd. He is the founder of V Oro's I Recon. Um, one of the great differentiators is that Mike Boyd is a retail person. He came up through retail. He's been a dealer. Uh, he understands the retail side of the business. Mike, I think that's a great advantage, by the way, that iRecon has in the marketplace. So congratulations to you, Thank you. on the success that you're having and continuing to have. And I think that's a great perspective you've got. I got to ask you, what should a general manager or let's say even a service director do when there's an underperforming store, uh, let's say in that group on the reconditioning performance side? Call it out. You know, I always use the term be of service. And I, I use that term with my children. You know, anybody can just say there's a problem. But if you do see a problem, I absolutely think you should be empowered to raise your voice. But also you need to be part of the solution. You know, having multiple people or a general manager, and if you look at those jobs and those job descriptions, you are to protect the name on the building. So if you see a concern, call it out leverage the community, right? And then work through with your team on a solution. Because at the end of the day, and you mentioned just a second ago, I, I am, I start off chasing bumpers and selling cars and work my way up. So I understand each one of those different mindsets because I've had to feed my family from that mindset and that pay scale. So at the end of the day, everything we do at the dealership has to impact selling cars in a positive way. So whether you're the lot tech, the general manager, or the sales director, or the fixed ops director, we all have to work together and we're all vital to selling cars. And if we're not, then we shouldn't be there. So we have to not just look at what we're doing, but what everyone else is doing in relation to how it affects what I'm doing, because we're very interconnected. And that and that's the main focus. And that's the mindset that when I created iRecon was... It's not just about getting a car detailed. It's not just about getting it serviced. It's about whatever that holistic reconditioning process for that individual car needs to be to help it sell faster and make the most money. How can all those pieces work together effectively and efficiently to get rid of the, the waste? Mike, a few months back here on the roundtable, you told us the story. You told me the story of how you put together that first playbook when you were working in retail. 32 on, pages. Yeah. On reconditioning. And, you know, the thing that or one of the, the main takeaways that I got from that, Mike, was that recon was about now establishing communication, right? And a process within departments, within many layers in a dealership that historically have not communicated very well. And now it's more timely than ever before. Um, I want to ask you about those internal communication processes. Um, what what needs to be in place uh, to communicate across? Let's talk about these groups, multiple rooftops. Um, you know, they could be, you know, geographically close or far away, you know, through that reconditioning process to take advantage of that economy and scale. So first, I think it's important to note that a lot of people misunderstand and they think very straight line when it comes to communication. Communication isn't just calling Ted and saying, hey, Ted, I need something done. To me, proper communication is delivering the right amount of information in relation to the job that needs to be done to the person who does the job at the right time. So first thing I tell a dealership is, hey, you use software for almost everything that's done at the dealership from finding vehicles to buying vehicles, to merchandising, to pricing, to selling, 
But then when it comes down to our own money, our own cost to do business, because that's really what that reconditioning process is. The first thing we need to do is adopt a software that connects all interested parties around that job of selling cars. And those pieces of the reconditioning process influence the selling of cars. So for communication, to me, it's saying, hey, I need Ted to be able to log in 24 hours a day, seven days a week and understand exactly what is expected of him. I want Ted to have confidence that he understands what a good job is and what a bad job is. And I want Ted to be able to self-manage. But when a problem arises, because they do that, I mean, that's just, it just happens. Ted has to have access to be able to reach out to the right person or people to remove the roadblock or to come up with a plan to remove the roadblocks, both today and for tomorrow, because there's that immediate fix. And then there's the long-term solution. So communication, either at the single store or the group level, comes down to connecting the people with access to the right information that they can get when they need, but then also have immediate access to anybody and everybody involved in that process. But tying it back to the car, I think that's the most critical piece because I I do not want to increase communication. I want to decrease needless communication because you get rid of the noise, right? The noise is the things that just don't really have any bearing on that job to be done. So like in iRecon, when you reach out or you're messaging, there's numerous ways to communicate both at the individual store and the group level, but it all ties back to either the car or the individual job to be done as part of that reconditioning process. But at the end of the day, it ties the right person to the right car at the right time to remove roadblocks and increase valuable communication. And if I can just follow up on that, Mike, not only the roadblocks, but the blind spots, right? That would be. Yes. Yeah, you don't know. You really don't know what you don't know. I mean, just because it's worked and it's worked for a long time and you fed your family that way doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way. So that goes back to that, um, you know, HQ, right? That ability as part of a group to say, hey, well, this is actually a really big opportunity to learn those things I didn't know or to challenge those beliefs that I've held for so long. They may stay in place. I may validate what I believe, but I will also, I guarantee find a lot of new ideas and new opportunities to increase the selling of cars and the profitability of doing it. Everybody, Mike Boyd uh, is a former retailer who created this software and who better than somebody from retail to do it, to understand the needs um, they're having a lot of success right now. It's the leading software in reconditioning, and he's helping a lot of dealers and a lot of groups get better at finding those roadblocks and blind spots, if you will, and uh, really increasing um, the effectiveness of the dealership. Um, Mike, if our audience wants to reach out and find out more about iRecon, uh, if they're you know still using the Excel or the pencil and paper, which or throwing, it or not, I know they're out there, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know. What do we do? How do we how do we get a hold of I? How do we get a hold of you? How do we get a hold of uh, Vioros Iricon? What's the next? Yeah, so I'm very happy, and I always say that I'm very privileged and happy to be part of Viato. We're not a company doing business with Viato. We are part of Viato, which means that the performance manager that your store knows and does business with every day they're part of your team. That that's the unique thing about a performance manager. 
reach out to your performance manager because you know proper or improper reconditioning affects everything from your look to book and your acquisition to whether or not you can even sell a car and make a profit. So that is, again, I can't stress enough, that's your cost to do business, that's your actual money. So first is reach out to your performance manager, ask them a couple questions, ask to see or be given you know, a demo of iRecon. I am always happy. I mean, the best part of my job is engaging with dealers and I still enjoy doing demos and talking to dealers as much as possible. So I try to, so I'm always available too. But no matter what, reach out, ask the question. So I'd say, go to performance manager, reach out to me. And iRecon is part of the Oro and is part of the Cox Automotive family as well. So um, a lot from Cox Automotive here on the roundtable. So Mike, on behalf of the Fixed Stops community, I want to thank you for all you have done and continue to do. And I can't wait to hear about the great things coming forward from um, Irika. Well, I can say the same thing for you because I enjoy your show very much. Thank you, Ted. All right, everybody, uh, reach out to Vioro's uh, iRecon. Uh, you just heard it from Mike Boyd. He's the founder. Uh, Mike Boyd here today from iRecon at the Fixed Ops Roundtable back at the 80s. <laughs>